you. That's your thing. <laughs> What's up, guys? Welcome back to the Ever Adaptive Podcast. I'm your host, Becky Flowers, with my beautiful co-host here, Sarah Budzen. We are live in the flesh. In person. <laughs> We are, we just decided, I just decided that I'm going to move by her so that we can do this every single week. Yeah. So it'll be way better if it's just in person all the time. Yeah. Somebody tell my husband and kids. Yeah. I'm out. You guys will love it. (laughs) (laughs) But since we are here, we are between prejudging and finals. You know what? I should probably put something on this chair so I don't get tan on it. (laughs) Hold, please. (laughs) All that, that, but Becky killed prejudging. It was, it was good. It was a long day. It was a very long, long day, and it's not over with. It's not over. Um, so prejudging started at eight, eight, and I got on stage at after two. It was like two thirty, almost. I got off stage at three. Yeah. Um, but first national show, I got first callouts. And it's looking like third or fourth. Probably third or fourth, it looks like. Yeah. Um, you pulled your posing. You, it was so good. It was so flowy. It was beautiful presentation. Thanks to somebody. If you guys don't know, she poses people. She's a posing you coach. You need help with posing. Hit me up. Hit her up. Because Becky's transformation just in your posing alone from last season to this season I mean, you started what in February with me consistently yeah. in off season, which is so important. Do not neglect your posing in off season. So mm-hmm. you're not scrambling when you get close to stage. Uh, but end of February, I think you started with me again and we're what July, mid July, right? Yeah. Mid July. So five months. Yeah. Five months of consistently every single week. Yeah. Weekly. And just night and day difference. Like your whole package, obviously your physique has transformed entirely. Yeah. Entirely. We built Um, some muscle, but presentation, I mean, you have come leaps and bounds in your posing because when we started your posing (laughs) last year, a little bit, it was, she was green, brand new, brand new. And I was like a baby deer. A so, little bit. Yeah. A little bit. And yeah. now you're a stallion. I'm, a, I'm not there yet. I'm not there. I'm like a, I'm a um, quarter horse. <laughs> I'm making my way to stallion. <laughs> anyway, she did great. First call outs. I was screaming. Could you hear me screaming? Oh yeah. Okay, good. <laughs> oh yeah. I loved it. <laughs> I saw you staring at me too. Oh really? Yeah. Were you behind a judge because I was staring yeah, at the was, judges? I was front row. Oh, I was like this with the judges. Yeah, it felt like you were staring at me. Well, good. So I was trying to make people feel like that. <laughs> it's all about your presentation, guys. But um, yeah, no, it was you did awesome. I was so hyped when you got first call outs. I know. I was just honestly, that's all that I wanted. Like I text you, like yep. at the end of this, like I, I just want some freaking coffee. And I just want first call outs and let the cards fall where they may. Yep. And you have already, I mean, even last show, your warm up show, which we'll get into, but yeah. I mean, you already beat the hell out of your package last season. So, and I um, honestly feel like I beat the last show too. For so sure. For sure. It's just going to 
keep getting better. Yep. Well, we had plans and work to go to North Americans between my coach and I. We'll see. Um, so, which is so exciting. It is, and that's here. That is here. So we're going to be in back in like Pittsburgh. two months. Maybe um, not even first weekend of September. Okay, so like a, a month. month and a half ish. Yeah, like five weeks. Awesome. So we're still in prep mode, which is good because honestly, I was telling you like even before I knew how this was going to turn out, I'm not really craving anything. Yeah. I don't really care. Yes. And that's how it, that's how it should be. Like people are always so food motivated after shows and like we kind of have gone into like, you're just shocking your body at that point. It's like, you are so depleted, so tired. Just eat what you know is going to be good for you and actually make you feel good. Yeah. Because you did all of that work too. Like you beat your body up. Yeah. And so I want to actually touch on because one of the questions that we have, because we're doing a little bit, we'll we'll just, I guess, intermix some of the Q&As into kind of our conversation here. I know one of those was, what was the difference kind of between your your peaks, right? So Mm -hmm. for your warm-up show versus nationals. Yeah. Yeah. What were the differences? You didn't technically peak for your warm-up show. I didn't. So for my warm-up show, that was two weeks ago. Um, we pulled veggies mm-hmm. on Friday. The show was on Saturday, pulled veggies on Friday and Saturday, but I ate my same meals. So I ate my same amount of carbs and protein. Um, didn't add anything. Didn't, I was honestly kind of flat at that show because I didn't do anything, but I did cardio through Friday. I did stairs and I lifted heavy the whole time. Mm-hmm. Like there, there was absolutely nothing. Yeah. You didn't no. change a whole lot going into that show. Yeah. Which yeah. you didn't need to. No, no. I was conditioned. Um, and it was a regional in the Midwest, which isn't very competitive usually yeah. compared to like Texas or Florida or even Vegas. They have big shows. Oh yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, so we didn't want to blow a peak when we had nationals two weeks later. Right. And the goal is pro card, not um, whatever, overall. Um, which the goal is overall, but whatever. <laughs> I'm still salty. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but for this peak, okay, so for this peak, I lifted heavy the whole week up until Thursday. Okay. So Thursday, I did my same lifts. We didn't do anything like a circuit like we normally would. Mm-hmm. Um, I did my same lift, same split. And on Thursday, same split. I trained back, but I trained it at like 80%. And I did 15 reps of everything. Um, We have been carving up since Tuesday. And have really like, we pulled back, changed out protein. So we were in like the 99 turkey, tilapia. Mm -hmm. Up until this point, I've been eating ground beef, 96 ground beef. Um, chicken. That's pretty much what my diet has been. Like I haven't eaten fish until this week. So for those who might not know, why don't you kind of walk us through peak week? Like, cause a lot of people, I feel like don't really know what an actual peak week is. Right. Yeah. So it's pretty much the week that you are getting your body primed to show up on stage because they, they call it peaking because you are peaking when you get on stage because as soon as you get off stage, your physique looks different. Your, your stage body is your show day look is for 
one day only. <laughs> and it's not even just one day. It's yeah, like, it's like your hours, state. your your body is changing by the minute. Yeah. Yeah. And you're so depleted leading up to it. And it's doing everything that you can to just restore everything to be as full as possible. Yes. Without spilling. That's so that's <laughs> now we're like throwing in all these terms. Um, so usually what it depends on the peak and it depends. Every single peak is different mm-hmm. and every single person is different and where you're at in your competing journey is different too. Cause if you're a first time competitor, you're probably not so conditioned where you yep. need to really peak that much. Right. Um, but depleting they usually will deplete you like the week before or however much. So you are basically down to like nothing and that's giving them the opportunity then to fill you up with carbs, which have bring glycogen you back to life. They're going to fill your muscles with glycogen and bring you back to life, <laughs> fill you out without spilling you. Like you said, where it's where you have too many carbs. So then now you lose that definition in your muscles and you almost look watery. Yep. Which can be good if you are too conditioned or it can be bad if you are right at that line. Yep. It's a tricky, it's, yeah. it's a tricky process. It is. It, it's an art. Like yeah. these top coaches that are like hitting and consistently. Mm-hmm. It's impressive. Yeah. Yeah. It's very impressive because everyone's body is so different. Yeah. And every, like we said, every peak is different. Mm-hmm. So like how you peak for one show, your body can change it. I'm just like, I'm, I mean, a prep in a hole, right? Yeah. Like I'm sure this prep versus your last prep are completely different. Oh God. Yeah. Well, last prep, I was an asshole <laughs> <laughs> and I would, I had such a problem with peanut butter. So I was like sneaking peanut butter up until seven weeks out. Like my conditioning was shit. I even, my coach today was like, Becky, who knew you could look like this? And I was like, this is what happens when you follow the plan. Follow your plan. Isn't that some shit? (laughs) Follow your plan. (laughs) That was one of the biggest, I guess, like, I hate the word motivator, but kind of something that just like continually rang in my mind during my prep was like, I don't want to be on stage and something something could have changed the outcome and I would look back and be like if I would have done that differently maybe I would have you know took it yeah like if I if I could have controlled my controllables Mm -hmm. because at the end of the day if the judges are judging a certain way if somebody better than you shows up you can't control that you can't control that but you can control what you eat how you sleep bring exactly exactly all those little pieces and if you can check off every single day that you did it, mm-hmm. I mean, I have my power list book over there every single day. I write down my power list. And even today I have my power list where I'm checking off what I need to do. And if you can do that every day and you're winning more days than you are losing. Yep. That's all you can do. Yep. Control the controllables and just let the rest fall where it falls. And exactly. that's, that's competing in a nutshell, right? You literally have your best physique to date mm-hmm. right but it might not be it might not be enough someone yeah. could show up completely better than you and that's not up to you 
but you controlled what you could. It's just kind of like, (laughs) you think about the, the process behind what we do, right? It's like, how insane are we to go through this, to go on stage and have someone literally line us up in a row and be like, you're not as good as you. Seriously. (laughs) No, I was talking to another competitor here this weekend about this same exact thing. Like how fucked in the head are we? It's like so cynical. Yes. Yes. We will like get on stage and have somebody tell us you know what? You look good, but you can get better here. <laughs> and even the winner is mm-hmm. going to get feedback yeah. and they're going to tell them you, you look good, but you need to fix this. Yep. And we love it. <laughs> I fucking thrive on yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it like, it's just, know. it's insane. Like when you boil it down to that, it's just like, what do we do? <laughs> it, it is so crazy, but it's the mental part. It's the yeah. mental part of what you learn about yourself during a prep and then also show day because there are letdowns. And I mean, there was a girl backstage right now that I don't know what she got. I think it was second call outs, but she was pissed because she spent thousands of dollars to be here and she has second call outs and I get it. But also, like, what did you learn about yourself during this prep? Mm -hmm. How did your business take off during this prep? How did your life take off? Are you, like, throwing everything in the garbage? Mm -hmm. That's on you. I'm sorry. It's all a learning lesson. It is. And it's it's not – and I feel like we've had this conversation before, you and I, probably off air, about it's not the destination but the journey. The journey. Right? Like – you got to stop and you got to absorb everything along the way. Well, it's like, she got me the same ring that she has on right now, but it has that saying exactly where I need exactly to be. Exactly where I need to be. And that is exactly what you have to focus on when you're in prep. Mm-hmm. Like you are exactly where you need to be right now. Yep. Unless you're not and you need to pull out a prep. Like, mm-hmm. and that's exactly where then you need to be. Yeah. Like, just let it be. Yep. We can't grip so tight and control everything and just let it all play out there's all a purpose there's all a lesson and what did you learn and how are you gonna apply that that is so key okay so on that note learning lessons and applying them we have a question here um what books had the biggest impact on your mindset and growth okay you want me to go first yeah so ooh. Hands down, um, I read The Slight Edge. I read that one. By Jeff Jeff Olson. Yeah. Okay, so you know it. I know it. I read it. (laughs) Life-changing. Life-changing. And it's basically just kind of the principle of small repeated actions and how they are either working for you or against you. Yeah. Because you're either going like this or you're either going like this. You're, you're not never going. No, nothing is ever linear. And that was, I've read that a couple times and it's just, it's so, so good. So that is my definite number one. Um, my second one that I know that you're probably going to mention is Relentless. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> that one was also just pivotal. That was really, pivotal. really good. So I'll throw it over to you on that note. Okay. Um, so mine, extreme ownership 
by Jacko Willing. Willing. Um, Life-changing for me. Just the idea that everything is in your control, even if it is not in your control, taking ownership of it Mm -hmm. changes everything, which means shitty life situations are going to be handed to you that you didn't ask for, you didn't deserve, but taking responsibility for how you now respond is on you. Mm -hmm. And that's powerful. It's very powerful. So that was a game changer for me because I lived in victim mode for so long. Um, I have so many books. I love them all. Oh, uh, relationships first by Emily Fursella. It is the best business book I have. Really? Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to get you a copy. Okay. I've read it three times. It's such an easy read. She is such a good writer and it is just so based on core values. Andy Fursella's wife. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, she is such an amazing woman. Like she started her first business at 20 and just, she shares her life lessons through business. That's awesome. Especially as a woman, but men, it, it can yeah. relate to too. Awesome. So Yeah. I want to check that one out for sure. Yeah. I'm going to get it for you. What else? What else do you got here? Okay. So, um, well, here's a fun one. <laughs> Will Becky go blonde ever again? <laughs> Um, no. In, insert photo of blonde Becky. Yes. Right I'm going to insert a picture of blonde <laughs> Becky back in my bartending days. So don't judge the, the outfit. That's the only picture I have. I could never picture you blonde. Oh, I was blonder than you. Maybe, maybe. No, I was blonder than you. <laughs> yeah, I wasn't a good luck. Um, so no, I will never go blonde again. It, this is pretty much my natural color. And it, you. it does. And I had to chop off so much because it was so damaged that, no. <laughs> and your hair is just so beautiful and long and you don't even have extensions in, like, unreal. No, no, <laughs> it's, yeah. What about you? Would you ever go dark? Like, dark, dark? I just, I was dark not that long ago. No, but you weren't. I was pretty dark. Were you? Yeah. Uh, I was dark for, I just, I needed to give my hair a break from yeah. the blonde because- I had been blonde for years and, you know, when life changes happen, you change automatically hair. change your hair, <laughs> do something dramatic to our hair. Um, so I went dark and my hair definitely thanked me for it for a while. It was probably like six months and then it might have even been a little bit more, six to eight months maybe. Um, and then finally I checked my hair around like, yeah. I need blonde again, like ASAP. And literally when I went and got my hair done again, she's like, I'm not showing you. <laughs> she's like, I'm not showing you until I'm done. And then, cause I, I've been going to my hair girl for like eight years. Like I trust her with my life. And you want to shout her out in case you live in Michigan? Jess. I love Jess. She's an <laughs> angel. But after she finished and like she showed me, she's like, now Sarah's back. And I'm like, yes. so I probably not if anything I might just go like a little bit just give it a break and just toner yeah but um, no it fits you it's it's I love my blonde I love it are you naturally dark are you naturally like ashy like just brown really this this is my natural okay I thought you would be dark dark no 
So that is that. That is that. All about our hair. Um, what made both of you want to compete? Go first. Um, so I actually thought about competing back in 2016. And it was because I had a coworker who had a friend that was competing. And I thought that that was kind of cool mm-hmm. and wanted to do it as like a bucket list before I turned 30. And I met with her one time and I went to the gym two times. And then I was like, no, I don't want to do this. I would rather go to the bar. <laughs> so <laughs> it was bad. Um, but it was also probably where you mentally were at that point. Oh, it was. And it was who I was surrounding myself with mm-hmm. and where I was mentally. And I mean, going from not really working out to then a competition, like, yeah, come on. Yeah. You um, should not do that. No, ever. no. And <laughs> so many people think that they can just diet down and hop on stage. And it's like, that's you got to know what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you have to have a foundation. And I was doing home workouts, but that does not build your muscles. Yeah. Get, go to the gym. Unless you have a home gym. I'm sorry. Go to the gym. Get and heavy weights. Lift heavy. Yes. Lift heavy. Heavier than you even think that you should. Mm-hmm. Um, but so I started there, but it was always in the back of my head. And then I ended up having um, my youngest daughter as I'm like, yeah, when I was 30, I got pregnant. And then it kind of was still in the back of my head. And that's when I kind of started my whole fitness journey after her, after I got married, my, my wedding was a shit show. And I was like, I'm going to do something for me. So I joined Evolve X. I met Hannah. She was my coach and she was a former competitor. Hannah did our graphic, by the way. Yes, she is amazing. Our cover art for the podcast. Hannah Camfield. We love you. We love you. And appreciate you so much. Han underscore Cam on Instagram. And she is so fun to follow. Um, But yeah, she was a former competitor and kind of just showed me that like I could do this. Mm -hmm. And that's when I went into it and started building and the rest is history. Here we are. Here we are. Here we are. Next national show and five or six weeks out from maybe possible second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. <laughs> and you know what? Let's just side note because that's how my brain is right now. Like it's such a fucked up feeling that you can feel like, okay, I got first call outs here, but then you're going into another national show and like I could get third call outs. Yeah. But like we're still going to show up yep. and you're still going to go through it yeah that's why I love competing and it's just like you're putting yourself there yeah you don't have to yeah no it's but it's the challenge Mm -hmm. and it's the personal growth that you get from it for sure okay what's yours so I mean I had always trained for a very long time and then when I started working at Motor City and met Tommy um he was managing and I was working with him at the gym and it had always been like in my mind like yeah I'd like to compete someday but it was never I never had anything that was like that made me like say okay I'm actually gonna do this and when he said he was going to move we were training at the powerhouse near my house and 
we were just talking after because I'm pretty sure he was leaving the next day for Arizona and he had been online coaching for quite some time and he was just like let me coach you into a show and I was like all right yeah let's do it just like that yeah and he is someone that I've just like I've learned so much from in not just bodybuilding but like mindset and a lot of where I'm at right now mentally I definitely credit to him because he's always pushed me in a path of growth super uh, super uncomfortable growth that's what you need yeah you need need those people that that will give you those nudges and maybe sometimes they're nice and maybe sometimes they're not yeah maybe they're like a kick in the ass (laughs) but um so at that point we did we dieted down just to see like where foundation was because we didn't just go into a show same (laughs) thing right um dieted down to see where foundation was we did a building phase and then I went into a prep and that was all over probably the course of a year and two months before I actually started prep. Okay. So did you hear that she decided to compete? And then a year, like 14 months later, mm-hmm. that's when she started prep. Started prep. And so I didn't, so I started prep? prep January 1st, 2021. And I competed May 29th. So I did okay. a 21 week prep. Okay. That's pretty good. So from the time that I decided that I was going to compete to the time to stage, was a year and six months yeah a year and a half year and a half yeah and then did you do another show after that no I didn't okay because I knew I wasn't gonna be nationals ready I qualified for nationals and I was just like I'm not nationals ready I know that I have size to put on and um I knew that I had I had to get my hormones right too. My body was fighting me. I was completely natural and it was time to figure out internally what was going on yeah. before pushing further. Yeah. So it makes such a difference. It really does. It really does. Um, so I went right into a building phase. I planned on building to work up to, to transition over to wellness and that's when everything kind of happened when I called it on yeah. my, my competing for who knows how long, um, and just had to prioritize life. So, but you were still building at that point yeah. too. Yeah. I was in a, I life. was a year post show. Okay. I was a year post show when I decided that I wasn't going to compete the following year. Cause I was going to take two years off. Okay. So I was going to compete this year because I competed in 2021 and I was going to take a year off season. That's such a good off season. For sure. Yeah. Well, when you have to go, when you're going to grow from bikini to wellness, you have to put on a lot. Those size. girls are They're massive. powerhouses. They're, they're, they're so huge. I can't wait for tonight's wellness. Finals. Oh gosh. I can't wait to watch. They, they look insane. I'm yeah. just walking past them. I'm like, oh my God. I know. So You're good. Blue. It's just so good. But can I just um, do like half of them? <laughs> we'll get to it. <laughs> but yeah. So it was a year post show, pulled the plug on competing, took a step back, and the rest is history. Yeah. 
to be continued. To be continued. We'll see. <laughs> All right. That was good. I didn't. I never heard that before. I never heard the whole story. Yeah. Um, checking them off. Okay, so this is kind of a two-parter for both of us. How has Trini changed, if at all, in prep? And then I want to hear about Sarah's training split currently. So, um, training has from off season to prep really hasn't changed that much. I as it shouldn't. No, in my opinion, why would it? Why, why would it? And honestly, guys, the biggest thing that I've learned through this prep is that so many people will say, well, my strength is down because my food is down. That is a mindset Mm -hmm. that is legitimately a mindset. And when you were thinking about, I need to still put on some muscle probably, and I need to be conditioned and maybe you want to eat some more. So you're still going to train hard. Mm -hmm. When you start pulling off the gas on your training in prep, you're probably going to see your calories drop and your cardio increase because you're not putting as much output and you're going to lose muscle (laughs) a lot quicker, like a lot quicker. Like if you are not, when you're in prep, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off. This is something that just, I'm very passionate about because you should be, your training in prep should be all gas, all gas, because at that point you are in a deficit and you are trying to hang on to everything that you just built. Yeah. You worked so hard for that. Right. And then you're just going to lose it all. Yep. Yeah. And then look the same that you did on stage last year. Yes. Yes. So long story long, um, <laughs> training did not change. You know what though? I will say right before I started prep at the peak of my off season, I was doing two days. And that was like, I remember that. Oh my God. I loved it mentally because I love the challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was really just like going in and doing really high reps, low weight, priming the muscle. Mm. And my coach is Adam Bonilla. Bonilla? Team Elite Physique. Adam, if you ever see this, I'm so sorry. <laughs> coach Adam. Um, and he like, explains all of this in his podcast but we were doing what the prep girls were doing if you watch his bikini in the brain podcast and um going in in the morning and kind of just priming the muscle and then I would go back in the afternoon and just blast that body part and it would be like max eight reps and it was Mm -hmm. just as heavy as I could do yeah um so I was doing two days and then yeah I'm doing mainly shoulder focused and I have two glute days. We'll probably switch that up now and just go back to glutes because we were hitting glutes a lot for a year. So my glutes just don't like growing. They are significantly better than last year, though. They are. I did. You know what? And your hamstrings. Like, what the fuck? I know. That's <laughs> You grew some hamstrings. I did. Them RDLs paid those heavy rdls paid yes those, she is my rdl girl i'm obsessed with RDLs. like so, i feel like every so many people that i know they i get so many like rdl videos like sent to me from like so many different people because we know that you're like the RDL i girl. love <laughs> rdls like so much so much they've done so much for my physique just for my entire posterior yeah you know, it's such a good inclusive movement that 
when I, so when I did reverse out of my show and was going to build into wellness, I did 12 weeks of legs only. Legs only? Yes. I had how many days? Three leg days a week. Okay. And I did no upper body just so we could get that offset. Yeah. And I, between RDLs and Smith uh, thrusts, like my posterior blew up. It was awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> it was awesome. Um, but I, I just got so good at RDLs and I did, um, I did them banded a lot too. With like the band around your and so like in front of your hips, yeah. Okay, I have never done that. I need to try it. It's it's so good. I'm gonna try. It. I'm gonna try it tomorrow. I'm gonna go to the gym. <laughs> I'm actually doing RDLs tomorrow. Are you? Yes, I am. I have. I have some RDLs. I'm gonna I'm stopping in Columbus on. tomorrow on my way home, and I'm gonna train with my friend Shane. Hi, Shane. <laughs> who it was gonna be our first time meeting we've been like instagram friends for freaking ever and he owns those small seed protein bars those plant-based protein oh, bars yeah, i've seen you post them yeah so that's his company okay. and he's in columbus for work or something like that and he's like columbus isn't that far from detroit so he's like yeah. hey are you gonna be around and i was like actually i'm gonna be in pittsburgh that weekend i was like but you gotta go through there not through, I'm going to detour a little bit, but it's not that far out of my way. Okay. And to go train and meet a friend, like totally worth it. Oh so yeah. I'm really excited about that. So. Oh, that'll be so fun. Yeah. And he wants to do RDLs. <laughs> Perfect. We're going to train some RDLs. RDLs. Well, how's your training looking right now? Yeah. So my training right now, I am training four days a week. That is definitely like my happy oh, medium. Yeah. Um, five, I don't recover well enough. And any less is just too little. Mm-hmm. Four days is my happy, my happy spot. I have three lower body focus days and then one upper. So I do a full upper body split <clears throat> one day. I have a posterior day. I have a ham and glute day. And then I have a like glute with a little bit of quads. So we're very lower body focused still right now. I'm still trying to build up my glutes more. Um, Gosh, you have such good glutes already. I can't wait. wait for, for what? Happy for- <laughs> I can't. <laughs> are, you, are you dropping in somewhere? <laughs> no, I'm just like, I'm just saying. Anyways. Hang <laughs> on. When the time comes. Yes. Yes. I will compete again when I'm ready. Yeah. When I have my ducks in a row I still have a lot changing right now and you know what that's such a good point that like have your life together before you prep because yes it will not make it easier Mm -mm. no it's just prep is a full-time freaking job like you literally have every minute of every day accounted for and it has to be that way for you to bring your best yeah if you're giving any less than that it's not going to be your best yeah it goes back to your not controlling your controls right and so when I get to that point, um, I am, I'll be back. I will be back with a way, way, way better 
it's not even going to be nearly the same physique as I brought in 2021. Yeah. I'm so excited. I really am excited. Yeah. We should honestly, in our stories, when this drops, put that picture of you from 2021. I don't care. You can put it out there <laughs> because it, I mean, it's going to be so different. Like yeah. you're going to blow people out of the water. Well, I'm dieting right now. You are. Okay. So talk about how you were feeling in your training as you're dieting because you are dieting for a photo shoot. Yeah. Um, which is very like, it can be very lifestyle too. It's not. Yeah. Happy. So it's, it's kind of a happy medium, but I'm still, it's like a mini prep. So mm-hmm. I still am, you know, sticking to my meals. I'm very, very, very minimally allowing myself to be loose. If I wanted to, if I had to, of course I could, you know, yeah. um, but no, I want, I'm not getting stage lean. That's the biggest thing. I'm, I'm dieting down for a shoot. I want this to be attainable to show people that like, Hey, it doesn't have to be miserable. It doesn't have to be a prep setting and you can do this. And I mean, I started my cut two weeks ago at this point, Maybe somewhere around there. Um, and like, we're, we're steady moving in the right direction and I'll be ready and it doesn't have to be miserable and I can still enjoy myself. I don't have to be so hyper strict. Like I am in prep, Yeah. but I'm just incorporating movement more, getting steps in, not making excuses to get my cardio in. I was down there this morning. Yeah. Uh, I'm, we're going to be down there tomorrow morning (laughs) doing cardio. You brought a cooler. I, I, the laptop is the the camera is on top. If you, (laughs) well, we should, we'll we'll post that. We'll post that because it's on my story right now, but we're going to post our setup for this right now. But the camera is on a laptop and one of Becky's suitcases (laughs) with the ring light and we are very professional here. We are. But but yeah, no, I brought my cooler, my cooler full of food. I have my meals. I have, just like we talked about in our travel episode, bring what you, you need to. Yeah. You don't have I'm to gonna be it. on plan. You know, there's microwaves here at the hotel. Mm-hmm. I don't have to go order Uber Eats every day No, when I'm out of town. No. I, I have gallons of water. Like, it's very easy. And it's- we're going to go to breakfast tomorrow, but you're not like eating out every single day that you're here just right. because you're on vacation exactly yeah. yeah it's it's enjoyable it's it's still moving in the right direction mm-hmm. and it's attainable so I want to just kind of like portray that to to people that like it doesn't have to be a full-on prep setting it doesn't have to be 1000 percent go oh, but I'm nothing. still I'm still like you said I mean even 90 10 is it's like 95, five, like probably more, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's, it's not a free for all. Like 80, 20 is that's average. It is. <laughs> and it's, I oh gosh, I don't even know. Like 80, 20 is what we're sold yeah. because it makes people feel comfortable. Mm-hmm. If you are wanting to change your lifestyle habits, mm-hmm. one, you're going to have to be patient with yourselves and you're going to have to realize that it is a lifestyle. So you're living your lifestyle. Yep. This is your lifestyle. 
But then too, like you have to get over the fact that you might miss out on something. Yeah. And you know what? You can still say no. Dairy Queen is always going to have fucking blizzards. Like it's that instant gratification thing. Yeah. Yeah. We live in a microwave society where it's just, we want it all right now, including our results. And it takes forever. So I don't really know where I was going with this, but I was following. Were you okay? <laughs> I was not. Rain has hit me hard. No, no, it's fine. But yeah, no. So dieting down for my shoot. Um, I'm gonna be doing a shoot at one of my gyms. My very, very, very talented friend Freddie is blessing me with his time to do another shoot. He did. I did my shoot with him after my show last year, uh, last time, and he's brilliant he's so freaking talented i want to get him more in the fitness space because he's just he's insane freddie yes, you're Freddy. the wizard as i re- i reference you he really is he's amazing you need to get into fitness and he has gotten so much better at photography and videography since he did my shoot last so i'm very excited to see the progression in his work as well because he's just he's so gifted so I'm I can't wait really to see excited about that shoot and what it comes out to be that's gonna be so cool <clears throat> um okay so we got like two we got one that was a two-part question and then we had another one so um what is the best most simple and effective training splits you want to take that I feel like there's not one answer for this. There isn't. <laughs> so it depends on your goals. Yeah. Um, it depends on your physique. It depends there's on your lifestyle. So many variables. There, this is a very broad question. It, it is. It's a little too broad. Um, but just kind of to give you some substance, think about how many days a week can you legitimately work out and recover from. And also sustain. And sustain. Yes. Because... You can hammer it, but how many people do you know that do that? And then within a month, two months, three months, they're like, I can't keep this up. And then they quit. Yes. Yeah. And then you're back to square one. Yeah. So what works for you? Yeah. What works for you for your schedule, for your lifestyle, for your budget, for your goals? What works for you? Because there's no black and white here. There's no right answer. I've everyone is going to be different and everyone is going to be different at different times in their journey yeah. too. Yeah. Um, so think about that. What can you realistically commit to how many days and sustain? What are your current goals? Like, what do you have to grow and be real with yourself? Mm-hmm. What do you actually have to grow? Yeah. Um, and how heavy are you actually training? Are you, are you recording your weights where you can actually see where you're progressing? Are you going into the gym and you're aimless and you're like just wandering around with no plan because that is also something that you're just going to spin your wheels. Like I am such a firm believer in having such a foundational training split and sure you can change up certain, you know, accessory movements or whatever here and there, but keep your compounds the same Yeah, and hammer them so that you can get better at them until they don't work anymore. Yeah until you're, you're stuck. And then that's when you change your splits. These people that are like the Instagram, they just change up their stuff. Like every, like, how do you know you're getting better? Like I've been doing RDLs for years, years. 
and building that up because it works for me. I know I can track it with, am I adding weight? Am I adding reps? Is my form getting better? That is key. How is your form? Am I connecting to those muscles? Mm -hmm. Your mind muscle connection and your form. I think so many people want to just throw weight on there and Mm -hmm. be like ego lifting. If your form is shit, like you're doing jack shit for Mm -hmm. yourself. So, and I am, and I am because I'm in a car right now. My, I'm not as strong as I was when I was 15 pounds heavier six months ago. Also my back sucks, but, (laughs) (laughs) but nonetheless, I'm measuring my progression not by throwing on all of these plates because I know that my form is going to be shit. I know that I'm going to hurt myself. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll drop weight and I am going to hammer the fuck out of my form, out of making sure that I'm connecting with the correct body parts that are actually moving this weight. Yes. Yeah. So being intentional is everything. It, it, that's really what it is. Mm-hmm. So there's, there's really no good good answer to this. It's just, honestly, it's what works and probably working with someone is going to be the easiest way to get there. Otherwise just going in and finding a foundational training split that works for you and working within that. And that may not last forever too. That saying that if you find something that works, I literally just watched a podcast. It was Tommy's podcast and my friend Joey was on it. And Joey said, I don't know who this quote was from, but Joey said this quote from someone and he said, everything works, but nothing works forever. And that I was like, oh shit, because there's so many times in my training split where I'm hammering a movement and I'm constantly progressing on it. And week after week, I'm getting stronger and better at it. And then you just, you, you can't continue that forever. You can't you, you eventually top out or you need a deload or you need to maybe change it up or take a break from that movement for a little bit and then revisit it. Um, and I love that because in training, that's so true. Everything works, but nothing works forever. And that's just like, so applicable to us and our lifestyle and, and everything that we do. So I really, really like that. Shout out Joey for saying that because that's awesome. Everything works, but nothing works forever. Um, Part two to that question from the same person is um, best meals. So again, very, very big. And it depends on your goals. And it depends on your body, your lifestyle, your digestion, Mm. your everything. But what are some like fundamental, like, 99% 99% of people should probably get this in. Well, like you said, depends on goals first and foremost, mm-hmm. right? Are we in a surplus or a deficit? Yes. Or are, or are we... we maintaining? Because maintenance is so underrated. Like it is, but like, have you ever since you've been in competitive bodybuilding, have you ever just maintained? No, Sarah. <laughs> <laughs> We're, like, we're talking lifestyle. Oh, shit. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no. Okay. But yeah. So even if you are trying to maintain and you are not competitive. Yeah. Regardless. Yes. But finding that maintenance and again, what's sustainable. What do you enjoy that works well for your system? Mm-hmm. Digestion's huge. Digestion. If you are not actually digesting your food, all the shit that you're eating 
is really not doing anything for you. Yes. You're not able to partition those nutrients Mm -hmm. to do what it needs to do. Yeah. And we should be fueling our bodies for our goals. Yes. So, I mean, staple, like I've been on basically the same meal plan for the last four years. Literally, it works works. I know I feel good um I know I I process it well I know that it fuels my my lifts Mm -hmm. I know that whether I'm in a surplus or a deficit all I do is change the amount that I'm eating I'm not adding in other shit you know what works so I mean chicken we mean turkey beef steak fish eggs I love, I love me some zucchini. Love zucchini. That's like a staple vegetable for me. Um, What else? Oats. Protein powder. I usually have like one protein shake a day. I will too. I, and it's basically mostly for just for convenience. Um, Don't rely on it. Don't rely on it. Rely on whole foods. Yes. Um, Sweet potatoes. Like the best meals, whole foods. Yeah. Cut out all the supplements and the The processed You don't have to cut it all out, but like don't rely on protein bars and protein powders. No, protein bars are not good. No, they're so full of fats and carbs. Yeah. And sugars mostly. Yeah. And just fake shit. Yeah. Um, So, I mean, when I'm in a prep, rice cakes, um, but like, Jasmine rice is a night and day staple for me. Yeah. Jasmine rice, um, chicken, ground beef, steak, eggs. Yeah. I'm, I'm honestly the same egg whites, um, ground beef, lean ground beef. I like 96.4. If you can do, if you have more fats in your diet, 93.7, um, chicken breast, brown turkey when I have to go there, white fish when I have to go there. Mm-hmm. Salmon is a really good one. If you have the fats, it's chock full of omega-3s. Yep. That's a really healthy fish. Um, veggies. I love zucchini. I freaking love um, arugula and spinach mixed mm-hmm. together. Like you can throw that in and microwave it and it just wilts and it's like with rice and chicken. It's so good. Yeah. Um, oats I'll do protein powder once after I train yeah and also fueling yourself I have to pull it because it's it's an obsession um (laughs) it's so it's a a sore subject it is it is peanut butter will not save your life so don't even try (laughs) that is one of my prep sticky notes over here I feel so pale compared to you right now. Oh, I feel like a drag queen. <laughs> like, um, but no, honestly, going going back to this, whatever's going to fuel you best. So it, again, I think this person is probably overthinking the questions yeah. where you're trying to dissect what is perfect beyond, like, wh- what are you doing? How is your intent are you actually fueling your body for your lifts? Are you actually lifting heavy in the gym? Are you showing up to cardio? Are then, you sleeping? Are you sleeping? <laughs> How is your stress? Yeah. Like, are you getting outside and walking? Mm-hmm. Um, 
like those are the things that you can control you having the perfect training split and you having this perfect meal that you're making it's only gonna go so far it will and it's gonna change Mm -hmm. so just feel your body well train heavy as fuck Mm -hmm. and sleep stress get outside get off your electronics and you guys becky's (laughs) sleep routine (laughs) i told sarah she is so lucky because even my husband doesn't really see my sleep routine like i am she was like out and i was just like where did she go (laughs) i have cocooned up into nothing i was like is she even over there so first I have this whole routine where I have this like it's a knockoff of the hutch hatch hatch yeah 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 nightlight and then I put it on for 10 minutes and it has a sound so then I read for 10 minutes and once that's over then I can go to bed so then I do my final pee and then I put on my eye mask and usually (laughs) my room is dark and it's cold and I like cocoon up and I sleep I'm pretty sure you literally just like completely <laughs> wrapped your whole head in in the, sheet, just... and the only thing that expo- was exposed was like this and I was just like I've done this since I was a kid I'm a weirdo <laughs> <laughs> sorry I totally just exposed you I no. just like looked over last night I was like huh <laughs> I know I'm, I'm a special, I'm a special but it works for you. It does. And I have been getting the best sleep since I started doing that eye mask that like, I'm not going back. Like, even though I look like a fucking retard, that was probably a bad word. I don't like using that word, but I look like a freaking weirdo. Like that. <laughs> it's so good. So make sure that you get your sleep down. Yes. And your stress. And like deep breaths. I woke up so stressed this morning and I was just like, inhale, hold it out. Yep. Stress is huge and stress will cripple your progression that I know that firsthand. I know that firsthand because that plays into the whole insulin sensitivity, high glucose thing that I dealt with for over a year. Yes. We need to do a whole podcast on that. I'm done. We have to dive into yeah, that. Because a lot of people don't even know that stress can increase your diabetic marker. Yes. <laughs> yeah. And if you're predisposed, like. You're screwed. Yeah. Like you got to control it. And, and it is something that you can't control. So many people feel like they can't. Yeah. And it's it a mindset. Is. It's it, it's something that I worked on vigorously for so long. And finally got things into a good spot so so good yeah we have to go over that because that can honestly it can wreck your digestion too and so much um I actually have a client I'm gonna shout her out really fast I'm not gonna say her name but um we've been working together for almost six months and it's taken up until the last couple weeks for it to just click for her yeah where she has a very high highly stressed corporate job Mm -hmm. that has been going through a lot of transitions and it's been like eating up her progress because mm. of stress mentally. Yeah. Um, and she's finally getting to a point where she's like getting it under control, her stress, not, not the life stressors, stress of herself and her mental. Yep. And we are starting to see progression in her physical. 
It's the best. And her energy is up and all of those things. So it, yeah. It's the best. It's like, yeah, we can literally do a whole episode on that because we'll we'll go into that. That'll be a really good informative one because it's something that I experienced firsthand. So yeah, I think that would be really cool. For sure. I'm excited about that. All right. Last one. Weirdest prep food concoction. So <laughs> nothing I'm, is weird to you right now. No, I'm still in prep, so it's all like good. And I get really, I get really freaking offended when people think that my food is weird. <laughs> like, don't, uh, don't message me on Instagram and be like, "What is that?" or "That's weird," because I literally hate you. It's <laughs> amazing. Be very candid. Right <laughs> now, I will get over it in two minutes. But then, at that moment, I don't like you. <laughs> What is your weirdest concoction? I don't think it's weird. Um, I want to, I want to, your green pancake. Can we just talk about it? It's so good. I I don't know what it is, but I look at it and I'm like, I want to make that. It is so good. So I got kind of the idea from Laura Lee Chapatos, um, but it is muscle egg, egg whites, which are game changer. They're flavored egg whites. And then, um, so in the morning I do this two times a day. In the morning, I'll do that with spinach and I blend it up and cook it like a pancake. And I put like a teaspoon of baking soda, baking powder, baking powder in there. Okay. So it fluffs up. And then I will do for a meal two, I will do egg whites, oats, and zucchini and blend that up with baking powder and that's not pancake. Okay. So you're getting your veggies, your protein. And if you have a carb, do you put like sugar-free syrup on it? Or I do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then usually if I, cause I train early, so I will put like berries on top for my post. Okay. And it's so I'm going to, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. Um, see, that's not weird. It's not weird. No, it just, I see it and it's intriguing to me. I, it looks weird, but thank you for not telling me that it looks weird. It doesn't look weird because I would hate you. <laughs> um, there was another one that somebody thought was really weird last prep. I don't know. You go. Do you remember any? I don't think it's weird. The, the, I guess the sound of it would be weird to like your average person. But I do remember when I was, and when I was in prep, I flipped that switch and nothing really like nothing's off limits at that point to me. It's like, if I'm getting my food in, you're just going to do it. I doesn't matter if I'm like mixing different flavored protein powders because of like what I have left or what I have of it. What you just do what you got to do to get food in at that point. Um, but when I was close to my show, um, Jasmine rice with coconut oil and cinnamon on it so good yes it's like a freaking dessert people are like what and it's like like think of it it's like rice pudding yeah and it's so and your your taste buds are shot at that point so like everything tastes so flavorful yes and so that was literally like my favorite thing that I looked forward to every single day when I was like deep in prep that's not weird I don't I don't not weird at all I don't know. It's, Peanut butter on chicken. People think that's weird. I honestly have never tried that. What? Yeah. 
Well, your life is going to change. But I'm not if peanut you butter bean. If don't have, if you can have peanut butter next time, you can I'll have try it in butter. off season. Yeah. So like peanut butter on chicken, and then like put hot sauce in it. It's like it's like peanut chicken. Oh, it's like a peanut sauce. I'm going to have to try this. It's... I wonder... You could probably do it with PB2, too, if you... Probably. Wanted to. It's yeah. It's good, but... Probably. But that is just, like... That is one of my favorite... I haven't had it in a really long time. But that was, like, one of my favorite things. Like, ew, like, peanut butter and chicken. And then I know people that have done it with, like, fish, too. I think that would be good. Mm-hmm. Um, I make my own honey mustard. I haven't done it this prep, but just like yellow mustard and stevia. Mm-hmm. Make it like that. Some people think that's weird. That's it. There's not, I mean, I don't like, I don't think that anything's weird, I, but I know that there are people out there when even I talk about like my normal meals, they're like, you just like put it all together in a container. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Like, I eat everything in a bowl. Yeah. Same. Yeah. I barely ever use my plates at home. No. Unless I'm like making a pancake out of something. Same here. Like... Same here. Or if I like want to sit down and have a meal, I'll use a plate just like I one off. Usually still use a Tupperware or a bowl. It's so <laughs> it really is. I'm like chasing things around a plate. Yeah. No, I can't do rice on a plate. Nope. <laughs> but that's it. Well, well, um, we're gonna, so it's what? 5.30. Final start in a half hour. You didn't nap. No, I'm not gonna And nap. you're not going to nap. No, I can't wait to get off this suit and shower. <laughs> can't wait. Like, I told, I, I probably shouldn't say this out loud, but I'm going to. I told Sarah, I was like, they can mail me my, my placing. <laughs> I just want to shower. But you're showing up to finals. Yes. So, you know what? This was a conversation backstage with some of the girls. And we talked to um, one of the coaches. And the judges and them might not care if you're in second college and you show up to finals. But you put yourself through this prep. And I think that you owe it to yourself. Finish what you started. Yeah. The respect to finish what you started. Showing up no matter what. Because... You could be second callouts and you could go in five weeks and win your pro card and but also take it on the chin. Yeah. Like I don't care if you're embarrassed at what you brought because of how you placed. Take it on the chin and just show up. Like finish what you started. It's like a respect thing. And I feel like it's very disrespectful to and not only, it doesn't just affect you too. Now, what? The people that run the show have people that are not showing up. And they're like, oh, where's where's this number? Like, honestly, yeah, because then they'll sit there and they will call that number over and over. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. They call numbers like six to seven times to the point where I'm like, she's not here. Like, moving along. Yeah. But- or just finish it out finish what you just, started just finish what you start yeah so we are showing up to finals and if we go to north americans and it doesn't go in our favor we are still going to show up to finals and have a smile on our face yeah 
and use it all as a learning experience. Exactly. And it's just another time on stage too. Yeah. Like, it's just more exposure and stage time. That's only going to make you better. Exactly. Exactly. So that's it. That's it. That's a wrap. Thanks so much, guys. We will do this again if you guys liked it. And we will talk to you next week. And we're going to do more in-person episodes. Fuck yeah. We're, we're so close right now. Like, I can drive eight hours. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye, guys. <laughs>